Hey, this is John Lagodakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, how we can get more traffic and make more sales. Now, if you want to join this private coaching group, go ahead and visit my blog. It's johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K. Is.com. And also on the blog, I've got a transcript of everything that we talk about, including links to sites that I mentioned. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. It's great to have everyone here on the call today. Julie, let's start off with you. You mentioned you posted something. Yeah, on, on your... Facebook, just now. Okay. And sorry, how did you, you describe said... it again? It was an interesting post, did you say? Yeah, it was an interesting post. I was actually looking for something else, and I came across this um, because I, I take ginger every day in my fruit drink, so I wanted to learn more about ginger. I know it's therapeutic benefits, but I didn't know this. Scientists have now discovered that ginger has 10,000 times – it's 10,000 times stronger than chemo drug. Right. And to read the rest of the article, um, I've added the link to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On yep. Facebook. Great, great. Very good. Very good. So there's an awful lot of people coming down, even in Australia now, they've noticed that they're coming down with cancers and they don't know why. Yeah, it is a, it's a it very hot topic. News, it's an extremely hot topic. I'm very, uh, I've got very passionate views about it as well. I, I tend to agree with you, Julie. I think that you can do a lot of good to help a lot of people. I think it's a well, very good you, space I, to be I in. If I put it on Facebook, there's, I haven't got a lot of people following me, but I'm mm. sure that they'll share it with other people that yep. they know that have got this um, uh, disease. A mm. friend of mine just came down with cancer as well, so she's battling it, but she's receiving chemo, and that's not a very good result. Yeah, I, uh, from my own limited research, I, if I got cancer, the last thing I'd do is chemo. Oh, that's that's definitely. Uh, I mean, look, all of her hair's fallen out. She's had to buy a wig. She feels sick on it. I mean, why go through all that when you can do something naturally? Yep. And I actually use ginger every morning, but I use it for a different reason. I didn't know that they've discovered that it's more powerful than a chemo drug. I had no idea about it, but I use ginger, um, grate it finely into my blended fruit drink for breakfast every morning. Yeah. Yeah, but right. I did it for, because I suffered with problems with balance. Like it, I couldn't stand up for 10 minutes and then I'd just kill over. Mm. Yeah, so and, and again, and Julie, this, is a very, this is a very hot topic. So because you, I know you're very passionate about it, it's just about getting the word out, Julie, isn't it? Exactly. So, so exactly. you're using Facebook, that's great. Use your blog, use YouTube, create a podcast. And as you're getting the word out about how you can help people with cancer obviously you build that following and and naturally there's many ways to monetize that at the same time as well i came across a few interesting questions people had that i think are very common questions that a lot of people have about internet marketing someone asked about the basic strategy three-step strategy to internet marketing and they're asking does it still work i.e send traffic to a squeeze page and then make an offer. And they're saying they're getting about a 1% conversion rate. And if there is a better way to do internet marketing, 
Now, in response to that, I think, yes, it is very important to send traffic to a squeeze page, or it doesn't necessarily have to be a squeeze page, but you want to be getting a following, gathering your followers' details and communicating with them. So a squeeze page is a great way to get people's emails and communicate with them via email marketing, but you can also get a following via YouTube by people subscribing to you there, or you can get a following on Facebook by people liking your page, and you can continue to communicate with them. Also, get a following on Twitter and Pinterest. So there's lots of different ways to get a following. And once you do have a following, what you want to be doing is provide incredible value to your following and, of course, make offers to them. That is the the overall strategy you want to have as an internet marketer. It's not just about sending traffic to a squeeze page and then making an offer. It's about creating a relationship with people by offering them incredible value, building trust with them. And then, of course, you you can make them offers that are going to help them, which is why you want to find a niche that you're passionate about or at least keenly interested in because then it makes it much easier for you to provide value and to work with your following because you're going to want you'll want to do that because it's you you share that common interest. Here's a, another question I saw during the week. It was asking about the best click or link tracking software, a click tracker that would allow the person to manage multiple projects within one dashboard and to subdivide each type of traffic in a project and that allowed the person to check conversions of a link. Now, there is something that will do all of that for you and it is totally free and it is amazing and that's Google Analytics. And that's something we have talked about here on the call previously. I highly encourage everyone to go ahead, grab yourself a free account, Go into the training area and watch the videos that Google have created about what analytics can do. When you combine Google Analytics with the Google URL builder, you can do all those things that I mentioned. You can do a, There's just so much functionality there and so much you can learn about your sales funnel and it's all free for you to use and very easy. Another question I came across was, how do I make $5,000 a month online? There is lots of different ways to do that and it will depend upon what clicks for you. Some people find that they love working with AdSense and that's what they want to do. Other people find CPA offers make sense and they enjoy doing that. Other people like to create review blogs and promote digital products on ClickBank. Other people like to create review blogs and promote Amazon products or physical products. Others will find that email marketing works fantastic for them, building a list and promoting stuff to that list. Other people will make very good money with YouTube, putting up videos on YouTube and sharing that revenue, the ad revenue with YouTube. So there's lots of different ways. The most important thing to do if you want to earn $5,000 a month online is once it's okay at the beginning to look around and see what is available, those different options, and read about them. And But once you find something that really clicks with you, find, you find something that you, you understand, that you think you can really make work for you, it's important to continue with it until you have success. Find a mentor, someone that's achieved what you want to achieve, work their program, 
and don't give up until you have success. The biggest mistake people make when they first start out online is they try too many things and they spread themselves too thin. They never continue in one path until they achieve that success. They try too many things, they get frustrated and then they give up. Or even worse, they don't give up, they just continue trying too many things and they never get anything to work at all. There was one more question that came up during the week that I thought was a really good one. What niches should I go into with internet marketing to make money with them? Let me open that up to you before I answer that one. What what are some good niches to go into? Ones that make money online, John. <laughs> okay, yes. Yes. Some niches that are actually targeted. Okay. Not the general niches. So health is a general topic. Right. You have to go directly into a specific area Mm -hmm. because there's an awful lot of people that suffer with ill health, but specifically through a condition. Right. So I think that's very true. It's easier to get a following. Like if somebody suffering with acne can't get rid of it. Yeah for instance, or somebody suffering with uh, skin rashes can't get rid of it. What do you do? Yeah, that's right. So if you if you have specific advice, you get a specific following that you can offer specific products to. So that's, that's right. right. So you, you, yeah. you're right. Health is a great niche to be in to earn money online, but if you're too general, it can be hard to, to get any traction. But if you have a, you get, go into specifics, again, like acne is a great one. You can. Uh, there's a lot of people yeah, very find, successful. Find with that. out what people suffer most with, and then target that. Mm-hmm. If you've got the answers, they try it out and they get results. They'll spread it. Yeah, good. Any other advice? That's a good niche to go into to make money online. Few oh. people. Hello, Co. What was that? Sorry. Niche that uh, very few people are, are uh, making money online. Okay, so Ko, you're saying that it's good to go into a niche that there's not a lot of people already in that niche? Okay, I, I tend to do the opposite. If I find that there's not a lot of competition, usually it's because there's not a good market and you won't make a lot of money in that niche. That's not always the case, but generally it is the case that the less competition there is, there's actually less money to be made in that market. It's not bad to have competition at all. It's not, it's good to identify your competition, see what's working well for them, and see how you can do the same or even better, actually, than your market. Make, you, make sure you stand out from your market. Other important factors to look at when choosing a niche is, is it an evergreen niche? You don't want to be building a business around something that is hot today and is gone tomorrow. The problem with a with a popular niche though, John, is is you won't get ranked in Google anywhere as far as getting up in the Google list or uh, Bing or Yahoo because uh, it's very hard to get yourself up in the ratings in that in a popular niche. Yeah, it does take a little time, definitely. When it comes to organic stuff, yes. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention was that you want to make sure it's something that you have an interest in that you're passionate about just makes it a lot easier to create a business around something that you enjoy rather than something that is foreign to you to you or that you don't like. Again, health is a fantastic one I mentioned before. Other one is relationship advice, parenting, anything to do with making money, whether it's investing, forex, internet marketing. 
anything really that you that that there's a magazine for. Typically, magazines are a good indicator if if it's a hot niche. If you go into your local news agency and there's a magazine on that topic, then it's a usually a very very good niche to go into. Okay, any other comments on that before we close up for today? Thank you, John. Just a few minutes ago, you mentioned one niche as being a good one. I didn't quite get it, but later on you mentioned health and relationships, so it was possibly one of those. Parenting is another one. Yeah, we, yeah I mentioned a few. I make money online as well. Investing, real estate, Forex, affiliate marketing. There, there's a lot of them. There were a few chaps who were doing extremely well, like $10 million in sales, and they were pushing health supplements and encouraging people to buy their, to buy their uh, scheme of things. Mm-hmm. They were fairly well-known chaps. Have you had any inside knowledge as to how successful they are? I'm not sure who you're referring to, but that is a very big niche, that one. Massive. He was one of these well-known chaps. I don't think it was Ryan Dias, but it was one of these chaps who was doing extremely well. Mm-hmm. And one or two others, as if that is a very successful niche to be in. Stephen made a good point. When you go into a niche that is already highly competitive, it's hard to get organic rankings, such as in Google. But you can still be extremely successful, and, and you want to do it through your marketing. It's through standing out from the rest of the crowd. You, you, again, you look at what the successful players in the market are, are doing and how they're getting success. You, you model your business after that. You always look for ways to stand out by doing things a little bit better, a little bit different. And even when it comes to organic stuff, you can do your research and find ways to get organic results even if it means looking into longer tail keywords that don't have as much competition and start by targeting those and over time as you continue to build your website and you continue to get more and more social proof by people liking your page you can gradually start ranking even high in google hey john about these long tail keywords i'm a bit mystified about this I Google my you my YouTube video titles, and invariably I just about fill the first page of Google, and it's specifically because I type in my actual long title, which is not yeah. too long. I don't make it longer than sixty characters. Yeah, but if I. <laughs> If I type in my exact long tail title, yeah. I naturally get picked up by Google and I'm shown everywhere I've put it, in Google and Blogger and Twitter and even my mm-hmm. own blog. It all comes yeah. up. So yeah. it just seems strange that... If a person doesn't type in my exact long tail title, 
they won't necessarily get my my content. Yeah, that's right. The beautiful thing about Google Analytics, it will tell you how people are finding your stuff. So you can actually see how are you getting traffic, how much traffic are you getting to your to your content, and where did they come from? Did they get it from search results? Did they they come through YouTube? You know, how how did they find you? Another thing to important to remember too is when you're testing your own organic rankings, you really need to use some, uh, someone else's or ask someone else to to do that search for you, because what Google will do, it recognizes what sites you've recently visited, and so when you do a search for that keyword phrase that you're trying to target, it's more typically going to bring up those results for you rather than for someone else. So when it comes to a long tail keyword, if, if your long tail is a little bit obscure, you're not going to get any person searching for it. So what good is that to you? Yeah, you don't want to make it too obscure like, like you just said. But also, Google doesn't do exact match when it matches keyword searches with results. People don't have to type your exact title to, to, for you to appear in their Google search results. That is a factor, but also Google looks at other things such as the tags and your, your your keywords, looks at your content, it looks at how how long are people visiting your website for, Are they when they come to your website are they staying there, do you have a lot of likes to your page, are you, you know, is it social proof, there's a lot of other things, not just the title. Hey John, I've, I've used the headline analyzer. And that gives me a good idea as to how it's going to go and use of words, positioning of words gives hugely different results. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to this important way people are going to get you. Yeah. At the end of the day, and, and all this stuff's important, but what I try to help everyone understand is that the most important thing is not how well you SEO optimize your site. Though it does help, it's good to have SEO knowledge and to optimize the best you can for your keyword phrases, but it's the value of your content. How good is your content? That's the most important thing because Google really wants to see that when people access your content that they are liking it and they are actually sitting there and reading it. It gets back to your website and that's a problem I've got at the moment. How good do you... What do you, uh, how do I put it? Um, how do you build a, a good website? Now I know you've gone through it all on the on the on the program, and, and which I've got to get concentrated into it. But how many pages do you need before you start promoting, and how good should your website be before you start promoting it and and putting it out on the market? That's where I'm stuck at the moment. Well, it depends what we're talking about. If if you're creating a website that's just purely content only, then even even when you have your first article, you can start promoting it. As long as you're happy with the look of the site, you publish one article, start, start letting people know about it. Uh, if your site is a membership site, like I know you've talked about Stephen creating, you need to make sure that everything is functioning correctly so that when people do claim their membership, whether it's free or paid, that they can actually log in and get access to everything and everything is, is working correctly. Once it's ready, go for it. 
well, I'm in the position at the moment, I'm just trying to get the website up to make it look nice and be presentive and, and be accepted before I start pushing and building it up enough to be uh, as, a, as a membership. I don't want to, um, I don't want to come up looking too bad too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, look, and it is important to get things looking the way you like, but let it evolve over time as well, in a way. You don't, you don't want to be too pedantic. I'm not saying you are. Okay, anything else anyone wants to talk about? No, we're all good. Okay, look, I really, again, I really appreciate everyone being on the call. I hope you all have a great week. Thanks, John. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Co. TK, Mel, hey, Stephen. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. Bye. A transcript summary of today's podcast, including links to sites mentioned, is available on my blog at johnlagadakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S.com. And if you'd like help setting up your own successful internet marketing business, I highly recommend you check out my free webinar at makemoneywithjohn.com. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneywithjohn.com.